AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Thank you and welcome once again to the Church of the Week program right here on AM 630 The Word. My name is Marcus Burgos. I am your host. And, you know, I'm, I've been reading the Bible, obviously, and uh, I came across uh, a story once again that I so love. And I say that so many times. I have so many favorite passages, mm-hmm. favorite verses. Uh, but this one has got to be uh, a top five, and it's the story of Gideon, Judges chapter 6. And uh, it, opens, it opens chapter 6 reminding us that the people of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And it goes on to say that he handed them over to the Midianites uh, for seven years, for, for a full term, mm-hmm. if you would. And, and uh, it goes on to say that when they cried out, God heard them. Mm-hmm. But in between there, between verses 2 and 6, uh, it, it, it takes a little bit of time to say where God says, you know what? Kind of like I told you so. You know, you turned from me. And many times uh, as, I'm, as I'm talking about this right now, I just remember how we many times complain and we cry out, God, why is this happening to me? But many times it is a response to what our actions have been. The only reason the Midianites uh, were there and they, and they treated the Israelites the way they did was because of the response and the action of the people of Israel, God's people, and because of his love. He handed them over to the Midianites so that one day, hopefully, they would repent and come back. And God surely did that. And he rose up. He, he called on a man, a, um, a man named Gideon, a man that was, that was not, he didn't think of himself very highly. But God used him to deliver his people. And the way God did it with Gideon, I see, I see three things there. God first challenged Gideon, the individual. And then he challenged him to tear down the, the astropoles of his family. He dealt with his family. Mm-hmm. And then uh, for the nation. Mm-hmm. And so before we, we go out and, and we're, we're, we're so excited to change the world, let's take the Gideon rule and let's, let's deal with God individually and allow him to minister to me mm-hmm. and my life and my heart. Heal me from the anger, from the pain, from the rebellion. And then my family. And bring God back into the home and the family altar. Bring it back. Restore it. And then we'll see how God will take us from there to the city. From there to the state and the nation and the nations of this world. And so you'll be surprised of what God can do with little OU. That's right. what he, how he can change the world. And so be encouraged but also be challenged. God could do something with you. So we're back in the studio and... uh I'm so happy to have with us today uh, Pastor Pearson. He is the pastor of Word of Faith Christian Center, uh, not too far from where the studio is. You're right down the street on, uh, on Bassey Road. Pastor Pearson, thank you so much for being part of the Church of the Week program. Well, I'm absolutely honored that you invited me, sir. Thank you very much. I'm blessed by your program, and I'm blessed to be here today. Speaking, speaking of which, I want to say this from the very beginning because I'm so happy, so proud that we have you on the air. You are uh, a programmer with us. You're on at 10, uh, 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. 
Praise God! It's an absolute joy to be on the on the broadcast. And so, if you're if you're whenever you're listening, uh, I want you to tune in at 10 p.m. and and find uh, Are you ready for the word? Right? That's, that's right. Are you ready for the word? And you say it perfectly. I, I, you have a <laughs> you have a better radio voice than I do. I'm a blessed uh, man. <laughs> are you ready for the word? And and so uh, listen to it. You could also find it on on am six thirty the word dot com on the program page. You can find the podcast, and you can find it very soon. You can find it at Word of Faith. Uh, website, uh, you're under construction right now, but Absolutely. it's but it's going to be it's going to be there real soon, and so, Pastor, I want to before we get to talking about the church and the program and such, I want to talk a little bit about you. Um, tell me a little bit about about your your testimony. Are you a PK? Did you grow up in church? Uh, what was what was that like? Well, actually, with me, it was the absolute opposite. Um, I was a young man who uh, didn't know God. Uh, wasn't even interested in knowing God. Uh, part of the reason why is because I got a chance to meet the people of God prior to that. Hmm. And um, that was very unimpressive to me. They were living, trying to live the same kind of life that I was living, so I saw no reason to live the life that they were living. Uh, they were living defeated lives and, and constantly sinning and doing the same thing I did too. So I figured I must be doing the right thing because they was trying to be like me, living like I was too. I was living a life that was outside of Christ, absolutely the opposite of everything that Christ was about. Uh, but I was blessed to actually meet a woman who actually did live her life out as a true Christian. And it intrigued me. It, it impressed me. And then, as God always does, he sets things up in such a way where uh, it'll put you to the point where you have to make a decision. And uh, one day she and I were talking, and somebody else walked up to her and asked her, are you going to heaven? And she's Asked me first. And I said, well, yeah, I guess so. I ain't did nothing wrong to nobody recently and kind of joked about it. Uh, but she says she knows like she know like she know like she know that she going to heaven. Hmm. And that in, it, it intrigued me because how does she know like that? I watched her life and I watched how her life was the opposite of everything that mine's was. Um, I watched her life and even learned her, heard her talking about the conversation she would have with God and he would have with her. And I didn't know God like that. And so... Uh, one day I was at a club on a Friday night. That happened on a Friday night. I was at a club on a Friday night on a dance floor. But that thought kept haunting me. And then, and then I eventually asked him. I said, well, look, I need you to show me who you are. If you're real, show me who you are. And I promised him I will follow you for the rest of the days of my life. I said, I don't care if you're Donald Duck. Show me who you are. I'll follow you for the rest of the days of my life. That next Sunday, following Sunday, he woke me up that morning and I heard a voice in my room says boy it's time for you to get in church and I'm talking to the voice like it's a person I said well, what I want to go in church it ain't nothing there but lames and hypocrites because that's what Satan had taught me and then he said an impressive thing to me he said which one of those lames and hypocrites died on the cross for you mm. he said you're not coming there for them you're coming there for me he said now get up put your clothes on let's go well I hadn't been talked like that since my mother and father were alive, and they were both dead, the last people that I would listen to. And when he spoke that to me, I got up, put my clothes on that I wore at the club that night before, went to the church that my mother died in, that they said that she need, they needed another flower up in heaven. He, the voice spoke to me again, said, don't go there. He said, told me, he said, turn here, turn there, turn here, go in that building. 
and it was the church that I got born again in. When I got there, uh, the minister ministered a message that answered the five questions that kept me out of Christianity. He said it in order, answered all five things in order. I never talked to anybody about it, but he spoke all five things in order, answered every question. And at the end of the message, he used my words and said, is there there's somebody in this building that wants to know like they know like they know like they know. Excuse me. That they're saved. I got saved that day. And I followed him for the rest of my life. Love him with everything I got. He took me from a life of crime, from being a little thug on the east side of Detroit. Filled me with his spirit, with his love. I didn't love nobody. Filled me with his love. Taught me to be a man. Taught me to be a father. Taught me how to be a husband. Taught me how to be a productive person in society. And called me into the ministry. I followed him the rest of the days of my life. So when you mention that story about Gideon, a man who was considered the least of the people to be chosen to lead. I know what that feels like. Normally I don't like to talk about myself. I prefer to talk about God. Hope that answers. Yes. But there's no way now to talk about that testimony and not see God. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Yes, sir. Because God is the one that, that called you and spoke to you and and was able to direct you into that specific place. That's that's a beautiful testimony. And the lower on the on the pole we feel, the more glory God gets from our life. Because, you know, I t I tell men all the time: if you're prepared, then praise God. You know, go do what you got to do. Mm -hmm. But if you feel unprepared and you feel like a Gideon, then God is going to get even more glory. Uh, from from him using you because who else who else could call deliver save and polish and make something out of you uh, from where you were but God he says he calls the foolish things to confound the wise yes those things that are base well I can testify because that's that was my place um, but he doesn't call us because we're great he calls us because he's great yes. And he wants to do great things through us if we just learn to just let him be God and let him do what he does. That's what I've learned to do is just let God be God and let him do what he does. Pastor, could you, could you talk to someone today that perhaps is feeling that, that they're worthless, God can't love them? If you only knew all the stuff that I've done, uh, you, you would understand but uh, would you speak to someone that perhaps is listening today and needs to hear that encouragement? Well, what I would say to that person is that, of course, that's not true. Uh, there's a difference between how we feel and what reality really is. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. That word perish right there means perish fully, which means we've already started perishing. We were born into this world. Um, born in sin, shaped in iniquity, already under Satan's control, and he was guaranteeing that we would not ever be the people we were supposed to be and do what we were created to do. 
But God so loved each and every one of us that he came to rescue us, deliver us, recover us, and then get us back to being the people that he originally intended us to be. If you may be thinking that I'm, I'm not worth it, then why did he spend so much for you? Why did he shed his own blood for you? I was trained in accounting. It didn't get a chance to be an accountant, but I was trained in accounting. And I found out that the value of a thing is determined at the price of exchange. Once the price of exchange is established, you find out the value of a thing. And so that you were worth the blood of Jesus. Even though he did it for the whole world, if you were the only one that ever believed it, then he would have did it for you. And he would have not have given the devil any tip, any extra for what the price of you was. He thought your life was worth his life because he created you in his image and after his likeness. And he thought you were worth it. You have to believe his word to be true and then let him be God and let him do what he do. Understand that God's got great things planned for you. Satan has nothing planned for you but to steal from you and rob you of the opportunity to be the real you. The only way you ever find out who you are is to find God. And once you find out who God is and who you are, you'll find out why he created you, why he made you as you are, and what he has planned for you. Get on track. Let God be God. Give your heart, give your life to God, and just trust him. You don't know you, but you can learn him. And when you do, you'll learn yourself. And then you'll find out you have more value than you ever thought you did. You can accomplish more than you ever thought you could accomplish because God will use you to do what he wants to do. Let God be God and let him do what he do. Amen. I love that passage in Isaiah 6. And Isaiah says, I saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filling the temple. And you skip down a verse and he begins to say, woe is me. And I think it, I am undone. Yes. I'm a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of an un, a people of unclean lips because my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. But he allowed himself to sit still and let that angel put a, a coal off from off the altar on his lips so it can clean the infirmity that was in him so that he can then be used. And here the question that God would ask afterwards, who will go for us mm-hmm. and who can I send? <laughs> and then they answered, send me. After he got cleansed. Yeah. Yeah. And after he's, he he not only received the revelation of God, I saw the Lord, mm-hmm. but he saw a revelation of himself. Mm-hmm. Woe is me. Now that I see who I'm supposed to be like, mm-hmm. now I see my state and I need cleansing. I need uh, deliverance. I need to be to. I need the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, and so when you say that. uh to know us, we don't. I don't know me until I know Him. That's right. You know that that passage uh, does that for me. And once we know Him and we and we uh, begin to understand who I am, who we are, then we get assignments. Then we get our our call, and God can send us to do what we are we are called to do. And if you don't know yourself, you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. No, you can't. it's impossible. In fact, what we have done is bought the lie that Satan presented unto us when he gave us the di- 31 different flavors of uh, different versions of us. <laughs> we accepted other things that he told us about us, which were all lies, designed to make sure that we never be the people that God want us to be doing what he got for us to do. But once you make it to the Lord, that's when your new beginning occurs. You'll find out who he is, who you are, what he established for you to do, and then you'll allow him to be God in your life. And he'll do through you what he always planned to do. 
Amen. What a privilege. What a privilege. Yes. I tell people, don't feel sorry for me because I'm a Christian. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, that's the greatest calling on earth. That's is right. To be a child of the most high God. How can it be considered less to be a child of the most high God, the creator of heaven and earth, the, uh, the creator of everything, as the one that even made me and you, that made the stars in the skies, the planets in the skies, the universe, the world we live on, and everything else, too. And we're the, his child, and that's considered less. That demonstrates Satan's ability to deceive us and cause us to think something other than what's supposed to be thought. But thank God for the word and the ability to be able to learn who we really are by learning who God really is so he can straighten things out in our hearts and mind and then be able to get us back in line. That's what I I enjoy so much about your devotionals earlier, uh, pointing to the word. And if we, uh, again, another lie of the enemy that I can't understand the Bible, uh, that I can't, it's just too much for me. I don't know how to read it. if we were just to spend some time in it, God would reveal, the Holy Spirit would reveal his word to us. And before you know it, those words are going to be jumping out of the page and into your heart. That's right. And it'll do the work that it's designed to do. And that's transform you into the person that he wants you to be and empower you to do what he has in store for you to do. That's just a lie from Satan, which once again teaches us and trains us to think the opposite of what should be thought by us. Think about it. We are created by God. We were created on his wavelength. We even can hear God. Mm. I mean, we can hear God. That's Mm -hmm. absolutely awesome. We can hear the voice of God. But the voice of God is also in the word of God. It's a living Bible. The word of God is quick and powerful, sharpening any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. All we have to do, it's just let God talk to me and you through this word, and it will do it. If you think it's hard, it'll be hard. But if you just change your thinking and allow yourself to say, I can know this, I can hear this, and even ask the Holy Spirit every time you sit down and read it, show me what you wrote when you wrote this Bible. Tell me what you were trying to say to me yes. when you put it in this Bible. Talk to me, and he'll talk to you. He said, if you ask, you'll receive. If you knock, the door will be opened unto you. If you seek him, you'll find him. But what you have to do is want to. For those who don't want, they won't. But the ones who do, they will, because he'll come through for them. Amen. Uh, you, you put me in a great spot because uh, you are already, you are on KSLR. So I'm sitting here very proud uh, to say that that Pastor Person is on AM630, the word, at 10 p.m. Monday to Friday. And if you want to hear more, uh, and I don't, I don't know how this interview would not make you want to hear more of the word that God put in Pastor Pearson's heart and in his mouth and your particular style of delivery. Uh, I love it. And uh, I'm so happy that you are on the air. But tell me a little bit now uh, about now that you're on the air, what is, what is it that you want to portray? What, is, what do you want to tell the people uh, in, on your program? There's five basic things that I'm after uh, in relationship to the word that it is that I minister. Number one, I want people to know who God is. Number two, I want them to know who Jesus is, because until they know who Jesus is, they'll never know who God is. I want them to know who they are in Christ. I want them to know what he made available to them, and I want them to know how to get it working in their lives. 
Because regardless of what's been made available to us, if we don't know how to get it working in our lives, then it's just a cute idea that can make us feel good for a moment or two, but it can never benefit me and you. That's what I want to do. I want to let people know who God is, the most awesome individual in the entire universe who loves me and you and is willing to do whatever he can for me and you. I want them to know who Jesus is, the one who loved us enough to die for us, to be able to provide a new life for us. I want them to know what he made available to me and you, because the Bible is full of exceeding great and precious promises that he made available to me and you. The Bible says, I have not seen, nor have ear heard, nor have it entered into the heart of man, the things that God has prepared for them that loved us. We're the ones that he's talking about. He said he's prepared to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ever ask or think according to the power that works within us. Part of the power that works within us is once we get this word within us, which is what's going to cause it to come to pass. So I want you to know how to get this thing working in your life. What do you do? What is your part? How do you fit in? And, of course, the just shall live by faith. And by faith means hearing what God's words say, believing it to the point that you do what it tells you to do. And when you do, God will come through for you. That's my purpose. That's what I intend to do. My hope is that I'm successfully doing what God has called me to do. Wow. Uh, how, could, how could we hear more? Uh, tell me about the church. We can hear more on the program at 10 p.m., but tell me uh, – Tell me about the church, where are you guys located, what time is service on Sunday? Well, if you ever come by Word of Faith, it's going to be live. <laughs> I guarantee you that. Uh, Word of Faith is a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. It's over at 1928 Bassey Road between West and Blanco. We have multiple services that people can have opportunity to come through, so whatever time fits your schedule, just come on through. Our Sunday services are at 8 and 11. And on the first Sunday of the month, we have what's called a Sunday Night Live. We do it at 6 p.m. where we have all kind of things going on and have a ball to celebrate in the goodness of God of what he's done for us in the past month and what we anticipate him doing in the month coming to. We have a midday midweek service that's on Wednesdays at 12 noon, which is a wonderful service for people to come through, too. We have our midweek services on Thursday at 645. Now, that's all the way live. We also have our youth service meeting that time, too. It's called World Shakers, where they get a chance to learn how to be world shakers and not shaken by the world like some young people do. We also have a Saturday service at 4.30 p.m. Uh, praise God that they can come to through. So we have multiple services that they could be able to come to if they ever have opportunity to. We also have various fellowships that we, that we have there, too. The Bible says, Herein is your joy made full, that we have fellowship one with another, and truly our fellowship is with God, the Father. Well, we have fellowship with one another because we like our joy to be full. We don't want a half a cup of pop. We want a full cup. We want, we want a full cup. And so, therefore, we invite the opportunity to have fellowship. That's surrounded around our ministries that are done for specific people. We have, for example, on uh, Fridays, we have uh, fellowships that we hold. One's called GAA, that's Generation Anointed in a Fire. That's our young adult ministry from 19 through 30-ish, where uh, people who are born again and saved and on fire for the Lord during that age come and have a fellowship together. They enjoy the Word of God, enjoy good, good food, too. We have one that's also helpful, Covenant Partners. That's our Married People's Fellowship. Uh, that's a that's a, a marriage person's fellowship that is surrounded around the word of God and fellowshipping, too. It's a, we we'll call it a monthly 
marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio to help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's one that you have, don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free, and it's right here in San Antonio just for you in a casual atmosphere. We have food and fun and fellowship and in a powerful word from God that will help take your marriage to another level. We have one for singles, praise God. That's called uh, Glorified to be Uniquely His. That's also a one that's held on Fridays at 7 p.m., same situation, casual atmosphere, come together to have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word of God that help them be successful in their singleness. So we got a lot going on there. Praise God. That's why we call it the beehive. Praise God. It's always buzzing and it's always productive. There is a lot going on there. And uh, if they want to hear more, they can find you on Facebook, uh, Word of Faith Christian Center. Actually, we're not on Facebook, praise God. Um, we, we do have a website that's coming up. Right. Um, and, uh, of course, they can contact the church office or come by the church. That's the best way. And that's then the we'll make way. sure that they can then be able to enjoy themselves. And they can come by any time. You have something going on all, all the, the time. time. It's open all the time. Well, San Antonio, thank you for listening. Pastor Pearson, thank you for being here. I'm so happy that you're on the air with us. I'm honored. Uh, every Monday through Friday at 10 p.m., uh, you can catch Pastor Pearson. The name of the program is Are You Ready for the Word? And uh, you you better be ready because you're going to hear the Word. And so come on out to church. Uh, again, your Sunday, your Sunday service hours are? 8 and 11. 8 and 11 are the Sunday morning services. Feel free to drop by and check them out on the web at wofsa.com. God bless you, San Antonio. Thank you for listening to AM630 The Word Church of the Week program. God bless. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com.